What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not another not damn, another podcast. damn podcast. Presented by our damn selves. Damn selves. What, what number? I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> I don't remember. Plus six, nine. Damn, she five. Yeah. to me one yeah. more time. I know it's three, six, nine, but one, six, nine. We're going to that. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Got to shout out the lovely jazz creator of J Sculpt. Hey, girl. First fitness belt that covers your entire midsection and provides 100% comfort during your work hours. Get you a J Sculpt, ladies. You know exactly what it is. We're <laughs> um, wrapping up summertime now. So, yeah. And this has just been the most depressing summer because it's like we haven't been able to really go outside. No outside, no summertime shy. And it's going to be a scorcher this week in Chicago. It's going to be like 90s all week. It's hot right now, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to partake in a little bit of the nicer weather a little bit later today. I'm going to go out for a family outing briefly. Okay. Yeah, we're going to go to the zoo. So we're going to just walk around and do that real quick and then be out. So, yeah. Cool. Um, where the hell do we start? I don't know. Some. <laughs> <laughs> um, not as hectic as last week, but a couple of things happened this week. Just a couple, yeah. couple little things. Do you want to start from the overflow from last week? Because it was something that we missed last week that I wanted to just touch on briefly, but we ran out what? of time. About the uh, the Cannon, um, Cannon murder. Um, not really. We can I said just to barely just like, touch because like since we didn't talk I'd, about it. I'd rather just move on from that story because it's, it's old now. <laughs> but I mean, just like. want to talk stop, about it, go ahead. Though. Just real quick. I just, just stop using, like I'll just say this and I'll just, this is in and out. Stop using somebody's murder to politicize your beliefs. And that's all I'll say about that. Yeah. <laughs> just a quick little mention of it because it was just I mean it's, it's calmed down a lot since it initially happened like the I forgot all about it until you just mentioned it so they've well, calmed, calmed down but down. I forgot they've calmed down but it's still a few idiots out there like I, like always it's always going to be a couple of idiots places but stop politicizing someone's murder for um to push your agenda just stop it but uh you um, I don't know. I forgot where I was going with that. Um, <laughs> shit, I was going somewhere. I just don't remember it. But well, we can shift for comical. <laughs> What's up? Aunt Becky's going to jail. <laughs> okay, I saw Lori Laughlin got her sentence. Yeah, but Aunt not Becky's really. Going to jail. She got a whole whopping two months. Well. I don't know what people thought she should get for that. Exactly. I was like, yeah, I was like, honestly, I thought she was only going to get probation. I'm just being honest because as exactly. long as it's yeah, going. Yeah. It's a crime, but not really at the same time. Like, I, thought they forgot, I thought they forgot about her because, I mean, we are in the middle of a pandemic. You know, Becky said kicked up before the pandemic, so uh, right. people forgot about fish. it now. Right. It's That's right. We forgot to send it to Becky. You know? <laughs> right, it's bigger fish to fry right now instead of worrying about Aunt Becky going to jail. So when people was like, and all she got was two months, I was like, I'm honestly surprised she even got that. I thought she was just going to get, oh, you get a thousand well, hours of community I service. Thought, or with the high. pandemic, like house arrest, I thought she might get. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, you get your two months, but you serve it at home. No, that's what I thought. You're matching. Yeah. <laughs> it was going to be house arrest because, like, jails are, like, hectic right now. Like, yeah, I thought she was going to get her community service, her fine, and then her uh, probation. That's what I thought she was mm-hmm. going to get. Her husband got five months, though. 
I saw that they gave her husband five months. So, which I mean, like Aunt Becky, like you keep on saying, Aunt Becky is going to jail. <laughs> so Uncle Jesse got five months. Okay. Uncle <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like you said, what you thought was going to happen? I mean, they're rich and they're white, so. And who gives a fuck, man? And like, <laughs> I mean, come on. You're rich. You can make you can make certain things go away when you have a certain a certain amount of money. You can make things go away. Yeah. Like, yeah, you spent $500,000 to bribe to get your kids in, what, USC or something, whatever, to get into college. I think college. it was USC, yeah. Yeah, so. It is what it is. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> that made me laugh. Because oh, I was like, I totally forgot about her. And then when I saw her pop up in my timeline, I was like, oh, I forgot about her. I really forgot about Lori Loughlin right now. Well, after after a ridiculous story, I got a good one. Um, This happened early last week. Two men finally got indicted. Yes. The killing of the late, great Jam Master Jay. Yes. I didn't think anybody would ever because that's one of those cases you totally forgot about. It was 2002. It's damn near 20 years ago. Damn near 20 years ago. Like we, everybody forgot about this case. Like so, um, for Mm -hmm. somebody to actually get arrested, is like um, so the family can at least get some closure on that. It's a good closure, right? Like so, whatever happens, like yeah. And I'm gonna read. Was he in the studio when it happened? In the studio. And now yeah. they're saying it was drug related. It's like um the guys um uh, they said it was allegedly drugs at the studio that the guys were coming for. Jay didn't want to say it was like some Baltimore wire type shit. Whatever. <laughs> it's like it was it was like some wild ass shit, yeah. Like the um facts that are coming out about this story and shit, yeah. Well, I'm glad whatever the facts are, I'm glad that somebody is finally gonna be held accountable for um for Jam Master Jay's murder because I, I can't imagine like, the family. And then, of course, these guys like career criminals. Yeah, like one of the guys is already serving time, so it's easy to find him. And then the other guy, they went and arrested. It. Like so, guy, yeah. the other guy got arrested for some other shit after the Jam Master Jay. Like so, yeah, like career criminal. Yeah, so like they, they, uh, they the one guy is already in jail serving time for another crime. They found him, and then like I said, the other guy they just picked up. So I wonder how they uh found the stuff. Like um like how they come up with um like what, what evidence? Well, somebody find? probably talked first of all. Um, I'm sure one like somebody probably was one of them ran their mouth. Like uh-huh. you know, takes no street cred. People can't keep their mouths. They're doing it in the cloud. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I killed Jam Master J. Like somebody probably said something. That's how like eventually that got back to the feds. Uh-huh. Sure, one of those guys said something to somebody. And then that person went and, so, and, and snitched on them. Something like that, I'm sure, happened. Because yeah. I know, like, DNA even still, like, um, like DNA was pretty good 20 years ago, almost 20 years ago. So, like, it's excellent now. Like, when you have, like, a DNA sample, you can instantly find people now in today's society. But even back then, you could still find people. Like, in the 80s and 90s, like, it was hard to, like, if you had, like, you know, a sample that you have DNA, like, you just held it in your cold case file. And yeah. then you just brought out when testing was available. I remember the Columbine massacre. Um, not the Columbine massacre. Um, Palatine massacre. With the chicken. Col- Columbine was the goddamn kids and shit. With the school, yeah. Uh, Palatine. Uh, it's both the chicken, in the night. Right? Yeah. The Palatine brown chicken. Yeah. Yeah, the chicken brown in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because these idiots ate some, ate a two piece, and then they left their DNA. Bones away, and then they um went and fished that out of the trash, and then that's how they ended up getting those guys. Like Uh probably like ten years later or something like that. Uh Something as simple as I was like ninety three, ninety four is like when that happened to the um Palestine. This one that catches people up for you smokers out there. You flick your cigarette butt, and then they pull your DNA off of your cigarette. So if you're Uh a smoker and you leave that cigarette butt at the scene at the crime scene. Mm-hmm. They can extract a DNA from that. So, and of course, um, um, the rape kits like um, like we raped somebody back in the eighties, and they had a DNA swab. They could still test it now and like exactly. track, track it back to you. Even though back then, like DNA testing wasn't really a thing, but yeah, yeah now it was in it the is. infancy, right? So you might have thought you got away, but yeah, if they did a rape kit on the victim and they still have that, they can mm-hmm. test it. And track that back to you. Like I said, that's how far the technology has come. The coolest one I saw, how they tracked this guy, because like this lady was murdered, and her son was like three, and her son said that he knew the killer. But you know, like with a, with a three year old, it's kind of you know you're not gonna put a three year old on the stand to testify or whatever. But he knew that the guy, he was like Warren killed my mommy. Like he mm-hmm. knew the man because he was a guy who worked with her and he was obsessed with her. And then he killed her, and then he duct taped her face, and then. When the officer was trying to figure out how most people tear duct tape, when you tear duct tape, most people you put the duct tape in your mouth to rip it. Because most people don't have strong hands, that's why you got to use your teeth to rip. Is like you got strong hands, you could do it like that. But like most people's Mm -hmm. hands aren't strong enough. The guy probably had weak hands, so he couldn't rip it like that. And then when uh, when the officer when the light bulb went off, and he was like, most people rip duct tape with their teeth, and then they decided to go back and test that duct tape. And they found his saliva on the duct tape. Mm-hmm. And that's how he got caught. They found his saliva. It still was on the duct tape all those years later. Well, I won't be duct taping so, anybody just so the red, but um, I don't rip the tape with my teeth, though. So I'm just like, <laughs> 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 if you had that test on me, you wouldn't give me. I rip it. You know, <laughs> my hands are strong enough. But, but just for the record, I'm not going to be duct taping anybody. You're not going I'm not, I'm not, I ain't going to hog tie nobody. <laughs> I quote Mr. Robert Sylvester Kelly. I don't even know how to hog tie nobody in. That <laughs> <laughs> ain't gonna happen. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Another um case um that we get into the bottom two. Yeah. That was an oldie to Jam Master J. Let's do um a new school case. Um Meg the Stallion <laughs> took the Instagram live. Yeah. He's finally said that, yeah, <laughs> Tory Lanez, he shot me. Like she told her side of the story, finally, yeah. She said, yeah, uh-huh. he shot me. And then, of course, she addressed, like, the um the memes and stuff, like, once again. But uh-huh. like I said, I started a stupid hashtag, which I uh, kind of regret now. But, yeah. but hey, it is what it is. I'm an entertainer. Shit happens. <laughs> you live and you learn. So it's yeah. like, you can recognize that you jumped ahead before you had the facts. You can recognize that. Yeah. You look through my, I'm not saying it here, but you can look through my <laughs> Stuff from when that when looked for a month ago when that first happened, you could find right. out the stupid hashtag I put out there. Because at the time it was like it wasn't taken in a serious manner. We didn't know it, what happened. That's what it right. was. It's it like kinda, he wasn't talking. He wasn't talking. Now she's talking. It's like yeah, he shot me. Um, and it's been kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it ridiculous. Like when you like, see, you're like, what? Tori Lane shot Meg the Stallion. What? Well, here's the thing. She started. She um once again is um I. And now that it's like a whole nother um rabbit hole that we've been going down about um black women and black men like um uh-huh. as far as like um black women are more likely to try to protect the black man than vice versa. It's like yeah, uh-huh. she's like said that's oh, why she didn't yeah. say nothing because she was trying to protect him because yeah, black man with a gun 
in this environment. Yeah, so that's why she didn't say nothing about him shooting. It's like, but um, so the dude shot you. You're the victim, but you're worried about protecting him. That shit is wild as hell to me. But I don't know. <laughs> and then, well, um, then he was running his mouth though. He kept like, or not necessarily him, but like they saying his. She says she um suspects his people were leaking stuff to like the blogs, like the shade room and etc. All of that, like that, saying uh-huh. that um that she was she was the aggressor and all of that shit and like so she finally said okay like just like um, i tried to be nice so now i gotta say something to, because she mm-hmm. tried to keep quiet but like if you're leaking all this misinformation and like that um that i started like i, I swung on you and that's why you defended like so now she's like said no nah, because right, they were saying that she was beating him up and as you can see, there there is a big difference in their size. Because Lane's, Lane's is little. He's smaller than you. Right, he's like 5'3", like 125 pounds probably. He's a little guy. A stallion. She's and tall, she's yeah. like 6 feet, probably yeah. like 170, 6 feet, mm-hmm. 170 probably. Mm-hmm. She's in shape. So she's probably like 176 feet like that. And he's mm-hmm. like 5'3", 125. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... <laughs> And I did see that they said that uh, the ones that I saw when they were saying that she was the aggressor and that she was being up and that he was trying to defend himself. And she I guess said that Tory Lane's that, people were leaking that stuff off yeah. there. She was saying that. Um, so she said, "Okay, yeah, like I tried to um keep quiet. Now, now I'm singing like a canary. God damn it!" So mm-hmm. she said, "Yeah, he shot me. Like it wasn't over um about Kylie Jenner because that was a whole another rumor because they were like because they were hanging out at her party. Like that's what um." Right, that's where the whole thing starts. I don't know if you saw the um the calm before the storm. It was like a video they posted on live with the three of them at um at a party with Kylie. It was like an hour before the shooting happened. It was like they were like hanging out with Kylie Jenner. She was like had nothing to do with that. It's like yeah, like we just just got into it. Like I'm, he probably was drunk, is what I'm assuming too. And um, yeah. so she tried to get out of the car and walk away. You know, like okay, I'm done with this argument. Yeah, and then that's when he fired the shots at her. Because that's just she my question. Out. Is like what. What just goes like zero to a hundred real quick? Like what what happens in an instance where if you're having just a a regular regular debate, even like if you're just debating somebody about whatever the topic may be, and then somebody you just pull a gun, you just start like like what happened in that matter of that small time frame where you just go from zero to a hundred just real quick? And mm-hmm. I just don't see any justification to just pull out a gun and just start firing shots at anybody. Mm. If your life is not in danger, if yeah. If it's not self-defense, then danger, why are you doing it? Yeah, you know, like I, I don't see a purpose behind it. I, I honestly don't. Like, someone help me out. Maybe I'm not understanding. Like I said, it then. Um, he's he's finished 100. percent I don't see how you, and he's and he still hasn't said anything like um in defense of anything. So I'm still waiting to see his statement. But um, dude is finished. I don't see how you come back. It's like Chris Brown, but worse. At least Chris Brown didn't shoot Rihanna. It's like that. Right. Like worse. <laughs> and it's like, and they did have like a tumultuous history because I mean they were dating, and you know, and it was like, mm-hmm. I mean, not trying to take, like, not trying to make it okay, but like a lot of times, like if people are dating, like it's domestic, like the domestic passion and all of that. You see that happen with domestic things with couples. You see that, but two people who weren't even dating and didn't even have any indication that they were even dating or even like hooking up or anything like that just yeah they were just um cool like from what i know yeah they were just cool they were just buddies not f buddies just just cool yeah 
like you in the entertainment, you're young in the entertainment, I'm young in the entertainment, we have mutual friends. In a like cool that. moment, like Bob with um was when she was on his quarantine radio show, like um some months back, and like that's uh, probably when they first got cool. It's like yeah, she was like yeah in Meg mode, like doing a little twerk and all that. It's uh-huh. like okay, well, yeah, like the, the the homies and shit, and then like who would ever thought that would lead to this shit? Yeah, just <laughs> crazy, but um, definitely gonna keep following um with Tori and see if he ever. But um, shout out to my guy Mike Jones. He was making he made me laugh saying that um he's making it bad for us short dudes. You know Mike Jones. He was, <laughs> so, so Mike was mad. It's like Tory Lanez Napoleon complex making all of us short dudes look bad. <laughs> Check out the all uh, banging on the lunch tables podcast. Shout out to. <laughs> it's something about short guys sometimes that do be in their feelings about stuff. <laughs> no offense to the short guys if you are listening. <laughs> Don't come after me. <laughs> but, all right. We'll talk a little politics right now. Yes, absolutely. Let's um talk about um Joe and the hoe. <laughs> Yikes. Whoever who thought, thought that, who thought this was a good idea? Whoever thought that was a good idea. <laughs> I think permanently you should not mention anybody's morals or anything, given that if you support heavily support President Trump. And you look at, like, he really has had a lot of questionable things from cheating on every wife that he had to sleeping with the porn star right after his third wife gave birth to their child to grabbing women by the pussy to admitting to busting in on the Miss Teen pageant and seeing half-naked teenage girls um, to being a frequent person to go on Epstein Island. <laughs> so I mean, like, let, let's just leave morals out of this. So if you if you want to go after someone's character and morals, make sure that the one that and you even mentioned um uh, his opponent as well too. Like yeah, the whole Tara Reid scandal and all of that. Like yeah, right, like I why, think how come how come Joe is not the whole? Why right. she got to be the whole? I'm just saying. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's that's uh that's the male chauvinist. A woman <laughs> woman talks about sex. She's a hoe. Guy has sex with a thousand women. Oh, he's not a hoe. Mm-hmm. Women talk about sex. And shit. <laughs> so yeah, man, got, and Cardi got buried just for making that song. Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, my Cardi is married to her child's father. That's what's funny. Like somebody, you know, um, it was um, you know, one of these Facebook clowns or whatever posted it. He's like, yeah, we putting these songs out here like this. It's like um, one one did I why we, like nobody wants to marry women like that. It's like the irony that Cardi B is married. <laughs> the irony of the whole thing. <laughs> who, fought to, who fought to get his wife back? Because like she was done with him. She was like, "Okay, like I'm done with you." Oh, he you was know, missing with, that whap. That's why we're gonna co- we gonna co-parent our child together. She was like, "I'm done because of your bullshit. I'm done." But he fought tooth and nail to get his wife back. He was up there crying. He begged for his wife back. And you see, since he's gotten her back, he been up there every. This, this my world. This my wife. This my world. Like, I haven't seen any offset scandals like yeah. since that. Like he been off. He's been a good boy for the most part since that. <laughs> Beyonce said in her song, "You fuck around like this again, you gonna lose your wife." Beyonce said, "You know, you mess around again." Okay. I, I remember forget, um a few I years ago. You. I remember Lala tweeted that a few years ago. Yep. It's yep. right when Carmelo was being Carmelo. <laughs> yeah. She posted that in a caption, like posted a picture of the two of them together. It's like, 
Say you like fuck around and lose your wife. Like so my Beyonce voice. Exactly. <laughs> Men don't want to lose their wives. Unless you got you- Lala's a bad chick. It's like but anybody you're not like anybody is gonna be a downgrade from like what you got. Like, come on, homie. Yeah. Unless you unless you poor Rihanna. Yeah, unless you like that. doing that, then like I get Rihanna. it, but like that's right. some random thought. Like, come on, like right. you got to like Lala's not ugly. She got her own money. Like, like come on, dude. Not got not your Instagram. son and shit. Like, come on, yeah. Not a random what Instagram you, what model. What are you doing? Right. <laughs> what are you doing? Not a random <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, yeah said so got your son and everything. Like, what what are we doing here? <laughs> right. But guys don't want to lose their wives. They don't. Saw they Nip, don't. like um the late Nipsey Hustle. He got himself right. And Lauren London was like, "Yeah, we're just gonna co-parent. I'm officially single." <laughs> and like a week, a week later, they quiet. <laughs> it was literally record time. They were back together. A week later, he was hugging her around the waist, like my world, my my boo, my muse. Mm-hmm. A week later. <laughs> Carmelo kind of did that too, like um, because then you saw like during the holidays they had their little ugly pajama pictures. I was like, okay, yeah, Christmas. Carmelo quietly yeah. fixed that shit. It's like <laughs> I even hear about them getting back together. Just like they quietly fixed that shit. Ugly <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was like, okay, look at Carmelo, Carmelo, Lala, and their son. They have a little. Ugly. And then I saw her at the game when uh, she was courtside, and then uh, she um had their son on Facetime. Like when he when he got signed back to Portland because she was trying to get his attention because you could see her like like you know trying to get his attention when he looked over there she like pointed to the phone to show that their son was on FaceTime waving at his dad mm. you know like so they just quietly got back together I got back together I'm like okay <laughs> cats ain't stupid do. But, but yeah getting back to that it's like the dude's like yeah like yeah it, it was to wonder why men don't want, don't want to get married he's I was like Cardi's already married bro so what's your point <laughs> <laughs> Well, like I just like okay, how is Kamala Harris a hoe? It's like allegedly said didn't she hook up with a married man? That's the rumors, like um, why why this whole thing like I'm just say allegedly. I don't even know well, if that really happened. But let's shake some skeletons. How many women have not hooked up with a married man? I'm just gonna call some skeletons. Like if you want to judge people, shake shake your closet out. You might have some bones falling out your closet. Skeletons in the closet, like Stevie Wonder said. Because let's be real, rings come off. All the time, you don't know a guy is married. Rings come off, mm-hmm. and people be high on who they are. Mm-hmm. And then some people just don't care. <laughs> some people just don't. Shout out but, on another, you know, another you former know. president. Shout out Lewinsky. Exactly. <laughs> Remember that? And that happened. And once again, like, she got buried. Bill didn't get buried. It's like, as long as the woman that gets buried. <laughs> and he was, um... And he was really creepy the way he did because, like, he was a lot older than her. And then you're in a position. It was like of power. 50. She was like 20 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, she was like 22 and he was like 50. So he was a lot older than her. So a 50 year old can mentally manipulate a 22 year old. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? It's like yeah. a 50 year old can manipulate. Especially one that's the fucking me. president of the United States. Right. A 50 year old yeah. can't do it to me because I'm a grown ass woman. But if you're 22 years old, you can be manipulated by a 50-year-old man. As the, as the president is into you, like, well, yeah, right. you're going to be like, ooh, the president wants me? It's like, what? Yeah, that's going to be shit. Come on. <laughs> so they effectively removed those T-shirts because they were available to be sold. Oh, uh, yeah, Amazon, they were up for a while, too. Like, somebody actually got them on the Amazon and um, eventually um got them down. Yeah. What I don't like is that it's always that it's just still to me as a black woman, I just feel a type of way about that because black women, we're always over hypersexualized. Black women, 
black men too, but I'm saying I can speak from a black woman's standpoint because as a black woman, we are hypersexualized. And even in an instant where we are a victim in a situation, we're still viewed as being, oh, you must have done ya da da this. I already mentioned his name. I'm not saying it again. You know, <laughs> with um, the victim is the one that's being blamed. I don't feel like saying this dude's name again. Right. So the hog, Mr. Hog type. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but as a black woman, we are often, we are often viewed like that. So, I mean, I just think it's a lot of, like, for me, it's more than just calling her a hoe. It's like you're calling a black woman a hoe. Mm-hmm. And stop you people saying that she's not black. She is a black woman. Stop it. Just stop. She's mixed. She's a black woman. Here's one the thing. Um, let's just, let's just clear this. Let's just end this once and for all right stop. now. Yeah, Kamala Harris is black. She's not African-American. Like, that's the thing. Thank you. Thank you. Get rid of that stupid phrase, and then we're done. It's like, yeah, like. Cause like that's the thing. Say, was well, she really Africa? Like, how somebody um have Jamaican, have Indian, African American? Did they like, say that she? She's a she black woman. She, no. <laughs> did she ever say she was African American? No. She said, as a black woman who mm-hmm. who is East Indian, she she reps both sides. I'm black and I'm Indian. Mm-hmm. East Asian. I'm black and I'm East Asian. She represents both. Black of people are worldwide. It's not just um, a <laughs> United States thing. It's black people right. all over the world. It's black people in England. Cheerio. Not <laughs> you know, it's black Bell, but God damn it. Yeah. Stringer Bell and shit. Uh, which Macaulay uh, was in England? Uh, Lou Alding. He lived yeah. in England. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Triple uh, A. Uh, um, Adam The guy who played Adam Beasy. Yeah. Adam Beasy from Oz. Yeah. Who had the little hat sitting right there yeah. on Oz back in the day. Y'all, y'all know Oz. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a uh, he's, uh, black. Mm-hmm. But stop, stop making it be like she says she's African-American because I don't see a documentation of her ever saying she's African-American. If you find it, then send the link yeah, to me. I'm asking. Yeah, usually not from her. It's like random memes. Give me the, give me the link that says that she says she was African-American. But um, she is a black woman. And in today's society, is calling a black woman, especially when a black woman, what's the first thing that they say? If you're a black woman and you get in a powerful position and you don't take shit and you, and you be like, no, this is how it is. You're called angry. You're called a bitch. You're called a hoe. Like you're always called something negative. And we have to stop that. We have to stop that. Bitter black woman. Right. It's like every, oh, she's angry. It's like, I'm not angry. Hmm. I'm tired of being called angry. If I express emotion, you can't, yeah. Like stop doing that. I mean, I'm glad that they did pull those damn shirts because I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, you can't call a woman, especially in this climate right now, you can't call a woman a hoe in 2020. You just can't do stuff like that. Especially one that's uh, running for vice president. Right. Don't look right. And it's no, uh, it's unsubstantiated. It's no. Yeah, we don't even know if it really <laughs> happened. It's like um, hearsay that she allegedly slept with a married man. Like, I don't, we don't know if it happened or not. So, and she's running for vice president. You got to have some level of respect. Okay, so, is Mar- so is Melania Trump a hoe because she slept with Don when he was still married to Marla Maples. Marla Maples is a blast from the past. And then she's, and then Marla Maples slept with Trump when she was, when he was still with, uh, uh, Ivana. 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 Yeah, I've always been to the name. Ivana. Ivana yeah. the daughter. Ivana Ivana's the mom. Ivana is the daughter. And yeah. then Nuh is the mama. So it's like, are they hoes then because they slept with a married man? Where do you draw the line at? Have you like wanted to go there? But like I said, it's unsubstantial. Like I said, like we don't have the proof that she slept with this married man. I know that she's married to um, 
but she's been with her husband for a while now and like she um like adopted his like uh his kids as hers because she said that his kids call her Mamala. Mm-hmm. His kids, so Mamala, that's funny. Yeah, so she was like she has like the blended family thing going. So which is I mean, that's a good light to shine because everybody doesn't have a traditional nuclear family. Everybody doesn't have that. The mother, the father, the two kids. Uh, what well, we kind of had to help here, <laughs> the cat. <laughs> so it sounds like you, instead of a dog, you got a cat. <laughs> we about to get a dog, we get a house. So, I mean, we are going to be that, yeah, the that mom, standard. The daddy, the kids, the dog. <laughs> right, because you got the girl, the boy, yeah. Like, we are that nuclear family. But my situation, I know, is not like other people, so I'm not going to. you y'all get your house, you got to have a fucking white picket fence then. That's a, <laughs> that's a must then. <laughs> that should be a requirement. Yeah. <laughs> then you wave at your neighbor like, hello there. You know, you know your neighbor's name and all that. <laughs> but um uh we can go about like did you watch any of uh the DNC stuff, the speeches, the convention? Did you watch any of it? Um I looked at clips. I st- I didn't I didn't I wasn't I was watching the playoffs, so I'm admitting. <laughs> I was watching the playoffs too, but this is how I, I looked at clips. I was looking at part of Michelle Obama, part of Bernie Sanders. Part of Kamala Harris, part of Barack. This I saw AOC, I the one that went viral. I saw yeah, that. We this is talk what about I did it. because I'm like, I'm not sitting watching this convention. I'm just being honest. I just concentrate on what I want to watch. They have the NBC thing on YouTube, and you can just watch the full speech. The full speech of Bernie Sanders was only eight minutes. Michelle Obama's was like 18 minutes. Barack's was like 18 minutes. Joe Biden's was like 24 minutes. Kamala's was 18 minutes. So that's why I did. I just watched them. Like I watched two this I'm, day. To this day, to this day, I did like that. I, I completely passed on Biden, but that's just me. <laughs> I watch it for the purpose of this uh, broadcast, the purpose of our podcast. Well, so you can um, break it down because I said I don't feel like hearing a Joe Biden speech. <laughs> Let, maybe I if I had insomnia, like if I feel like taking a nap, then I'd watch that shit. But go ahead. <laughs> I watch Joe Biden's too. Um, what I will say, um, the common thread in all of these speeches, like I said, because I watch all of them, and then I watch AOC, because they only gave AOC one minute. Yeah, like, they shit it all over AOC. They yeah. gave her one she, minute. She's supposed to be the, the future of the Democratic Party. Which like, I why, didn't like. Why you give but, all these old people, like, like 20 minutes, but, like, like I didn't watch Hillary. I'm not watching Hillary. You gave her, like, a, like, <laughs> a sound bite and shit. Right. <laughs> but she should have got, like, because I feel like Bernie Sanders is passing her the torch, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Cause she has a lot of Bernie's ideologies, but obviously Bernie is like eighty-one, right? Yeah, two something like that. He's very AOC old. AOC is like thirty, something like that. He's thirty, so mm-hmm. he's passing the torch to her. I feel like mm-hmm. so a lot of his stuff can live on through her. I feel like so for them to only give her a minute, I said what she should do is I said she should do like shout out. This is a blast from the past. I said she should do like the micro machine man. <laughs> and cram everything <laughs> in that one minute. <laughs> she should do that. So that's um, I love I love nineteen eighty three in a nutshell. Remember that and like, like <laughs> the whole year and like yeah, and it'll be like that. But eventually, <laughs> break down the whole year. <laughs> and that's nineteen eighty three. When they were doing the I love the eighties series and like right. you know, it was nineteen eighty three in a nutshell, and he like run through the whole series. Sixty seconds, right? Because I'm like, you can say a lot in sixty seconds if you do like the micro machine, man. <laughs> that's why I said or, she should, or she should take it shy town and she'll do it like yeah twister 
Austin Mars Chi-Town. Yeah, because like, you know, Chicago. Yeah, you like, rap like that, Brad. You know, we can do that that fashion in Chicago. Even like me and you can do it a little bit. Not really, but like even like if you're up Chicago, yeah. you can do it a little bit. You like, can do it a little bit. That's that's Chicago. Do it in doses, yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm clearly no rapper, but um I can fire off like I can give you a hot two, not a hot six. <laughs> your hot two bars and then by the third one I'm trash like <laughs> you're struggling you're like uh <laughs> but um what I pulled from all the speeches from last time like I said I saw Michelle because I watched Michelle's first because everybody was like Michelle might drop she made Trump lose his damn mind because after Michelle did her speech and Michelle took some nice shots because Michelle when she said that it is where it is check and mate I was like because uh Trump actually said it is where it is and his um and his speech on uh, with the HBO when he talked about the debts, it is what it is. Okay. And Michelle might drop that and said it is what it is. She basically said Trump. And what I did like about what Michelle said, she didn't bury Trump. She didn't mudsling him. She didn't resort to name calling. She just presented facts and said that basically he's in over his head. She said this job is too much. It's too complex for him. And he just hasn't risen to the occasion is what she's basically said. He has not risen to the occasion. It, You've been here almost four years now. All this saying that Barack did this, Barack did that, that ain't going to fly. And like I said, heaven forbid, I hope he doesn't get a second term, but I'm just playing devil's advocate. If Trump second did... Second term is when um is all on you. I said that about any president. Like, even right. during the Barack years, I hate it with like people, like our people, we were like, we're still blaming W like in 2013. I'm like, no, no that's this, Barack. This is Barack. And if stuff is going bad now, it's got it's on Barack. It's like, like, his, 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 like, like the first it. four years, like, you cleaning up bushes. When back. Barack came in, it was right off of the recession, the Great yeah. recession. recession. And um, you're in the middle of two wars, like Iraq and um, the war on terror. There was a lot going on. Yeah, it was a, a lot, lot going on. So when you come into that, that's a shit storm. You come into that shit storm, and at the end of it, um, things were, had turned around. Like jobs, like economy was growing. Jobs had been created. I think he finally had pulled the troops out of Iraq, which was a yeah. good thing because that was like the war that was going nowhere. The Simpsons so, even joked about that war on a on a Halloween episode with <laughs> Kang and Kodos. Like they did a parody of like the Iraq right. war. That's how bad that war was. <laughs> the Affordable Care Act had got introduced. Mm-hmm. Like, like, honestly, I, I, I think that uh, part of the reason why I got my job was because of that, because our union fought to, for us to get um, jobs or whatever. Our union went and they fought for us. So I think that I'm a uh, product of me getting my job that I got. A beneficiary that of that. I'm a bit of, exactly. I'm a beneficiary of that because my union fought hard for that for state to hire quality state workers. But, but so, yeah, you can't still blame the problems like what's going on in the world. If shit goes wrong, you can't, can't say like, yeah, well, look at what so-and-so did. It's like, nah, bro, that ain't how it works. Like, if you're in your second term, it don't work that way. But that's Trump, though, in a nutshell. Like, I mean, if we do have Trump uh, supporters who do listen to this podcast, I'm saying aside from everything, like whether if you ride hard from Trump, he's your guy, you just love how he speaks his mind, you love this and that. But the way he handled this pandemic, it was very poor. The whole handling of this pandemic was super poor, especially and, um, considering the way that he, your diehard Trump supporters um, can admit that that um, even the way that he. But the, but what makes it even worse is that Trump, how he criticized Obama and Biden for handling H one N one and the Ebola virus, and not nearly as many people like they got a hold on the Ebola and H one N one early on, like they were proactive in the situation and not reactive. 
And he criticized them for that. Like one death is too much for that. He really doubled down and said one death is too many deaths and just really just threw a lot of criticism their way. But now 170,000 Americans have died and you don't want to take any responsibility for that. You want to take none for like he just like everything that you present to Trump. If he doesn't like what you have to say, he just goes like, "Well, I'm not accountable." Like you know, he just well this and that. Like he doesn't hold accountability for anything. And let's be real: if you are a Trump supporter, try that shit at your job, and we'll see how well it works out for you. Do everything that Trump does, like how he reacts in interviews when he reacts. Do that to your boss when you go on your job. I guarantee you won't have a job by the end of the day. I guarantee that. So you try that too. You try it. But, but um, from what I saw on the DNC, the stuff I did watch is um, I think we need a little bit more policy is what I want to see from. That's him. what I was going like, to say um, next. Exactly. You can't just say that hey, we ain't Trump. That ain't, ain't Trump, Trump and Trump. Trump. <laughs> it was a little hey, bit. Of if you're not Trump, then who are you? That's what I want. It was know. a little bit of policy sprinkled in on Kamala. Here. Like if, I, if I become president, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. I want to hear more of that. Not just like, hey, Trump sucks. Like, so you need me. And a little bit was on Biden. It's like a little bit was sprinkled. Like after they spent like, you know, like I said, they didn't drag Trump. Like they just basically just presented that this is what he's done thus far. And these are the results. Now, let me tell a little bit about my policy. But now, let me go back. We can't waste this time. But I think that they should have talked a little bit more about policies. The policy that I did like that they did mention, and this is where I say voting your interest comes into play, they mentioned, both Kamala and Biden mentioned about trying to have universal uh, universal uh, preschool, universal daycare for children's uh, three to four, mm-hmm. and getting affordable child care so parents don't have to make these difficult decisions. As a parent, that's important to me. I have a two-year-old. Like, my daughter's in school now, but I have a two-year-old. So that's something that is going to make me look your direction. Like, okay, what, what's your plan for trying to come up with a plan to make affordable child care for parents who are working? And it is parents who opt not to go back to work because it just costs an insane amount of money to keep a child in daycare. Mm. Daycare, on average, for a one-year-old, under one-year-old, is two fifty a week, $1,000 a month on average. $12,000 a year. If you're only grossing $35,000 a year, how are you going to afford $12,000 a year in child care? I was going to go part-time and say if you were making like twenty five, that's like half your income. Exactly. So child care. <laughs> yeah. Let's be real. When you gross, gross ain't nowhere near what you net, what you take yeah. home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After Uncle Sam take his cut, you're not going to be walking home with no, walking with none of that nowhere near close as that. Mm-hmm. So these are real things like that. Um, another thing that Joe mentioned too in his uh, one was about, he mentioned about Medicare. He mentioned about lowering the age from 65 to 60. So people who are getting in that upper age bracket where you know, okay, that looks appealing to you if you are getting of a certain age. Yeah, if you're like, um, like over 50, like that's something mm-hmm. you got to think about is like, you'll be like, okay, yeah. Like I said, vote your interest. Vote your interest if, if because he did 50, mention that. And I was like, okay, I was like, that's definitely an attractive thing because 65, think about it, 65 and then the median age is 78. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you work to 65 to basically live like a few years. On average, like I said, the average, uh, the average life expectancy is seventy-eight in um, America. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like that's kind of like, like what's the point? 
And then another thing that Joe mentioned too was, um, like I said, that's why I listened to his because I wanted to have all that I wanted to present everything. Oh, break it down. Like I said, I didn't, I, yeah. wasn't, I wasn't invited and moved, but go ahead. He mentioned um, about, um, about um, Medicare, about how with this thing that Trump is trying to do, the holiday tax, that it actually is going to cripple the Social Security because he was like 50%, more than 50% of the Social Security, the FICA tax that gets pulled out of people's check, that goes to fund Social Security. So if you stop that tax, how is the Social Security fund going to be funded? I think Social Security is doomed, but... um, I think it is too, which is why... Which is I'm, why I'm, I'm not planning on I'm not depending on that shit for when me I, either. I, I'm looking at other options. I already got my plan. I don't know about you. I got me too. I got other my plan vehicles. is my social security. I have other vehicles working for myself as well because I'm like it's no guarantee that social security is even going to be there when I retire. Mm-hmm. If it is there when I retire, okay, just another my, thing to add my, on. My Jordan money then. It's great. It's gravy to put on my biscuits. My, my Jordan, my Jordan money was there. Gravy, you know. Use my social security checks to buy J's. That's <laughs> all my was left a month, right? <laughs> After they pulled from it. <laughs> no, but uh, he mentioned that type of stuff, and that so those were like some of the key ones that stood out to me. That okay, like some of those policies. Oh, he talked a little bit about um, expanding um, affordable health care to try to get premiums down, which is how, which has always been. Of major, um, that's one of the complaints that, um, especially people like Bernie Sanders had about Affordable Care Act because, mm-hmm. like, people like him is like say it's trash basically. Like, um, even though it said, like, I'll get what Obama was doing, but it sucks because it's still, um, you're still paying a lot. Like, people like mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders are like, uh, the Bernie Sanders plan is Medicare for all, is what he wants, right? Like, the universal uh, health care, that's right. what, um, Bernie wants. So, he, um, heavily complained about that, um, yeah. And so that's one thing. So if Biden is trying to get the premiums now, like I said, vote your interest. Like okay. Affordable Air Care Act doesn't. I'll get my health care through work, so it doesn't really affect me. Yeah, I get mine through work. Get well. yours through the Affordable Care Act. That's um something to look at. Yeah. Get those mm-hmm. get those premiums down. Because that's always going to be something that's a concern where you have to choose whether you're going to pay to go to a doctor or you just want to just try to take this tussin and, and just hope that you get better. Mm-hmm. These are real options. Walk, walk, walk it off. Walk it off. Right. Walk it off. Walk it you know, These are real. These are real decisions that people have to make. Like hard decisions. Like I always say. Like I feel like I'm blessed that I don't have to make those type of decisions in the position that I'm in. But I recognize and I have empathy for others. Because I have empathy for people. Which is why I listen to all of the information. In. There. I listen to every, people. I take that. it all in from both sides. Like I said, uh-huh. from uh-huh. the red and the blue. I take it all in on both sides, and then like put it all in a pot together and then I make my decision. That's how I was doing mm-hmm. politics. So I've been doing politics since 2004. That's mm-hmm. it. I listened to all the information. I didn't even like I said, I, was, I knew I was going to get some information on Biden's speech from you. I didn't watch that. I was watching. Yeah. That. I watched it this morning. Like, I, 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 I take as much in. I think I'm probably. When I saw it was 24 minutes. I was like, Ugh. I was like 24 minutes. It's, it's messed up that um, it's to the point now where like pretty much like everybody in the, in his party is like, just, like, it's not just, he's not even looking for an inspiring speech in, but he's just hoping he doesn't mess up. So the whole time, that's what it was at 24 minutes. Like, don't say anything stupid. But he actually did, but to my surprise, he actually did very well. Like, he was. I'd be because it was taped, though. Yeah, like. And uh, he was coherent and. alive, like, it's probably because it was taped. I wonder how many times Biden had to start that speech over. That's why I want to see the outtakes on that speech. 
It's like yeah, probably because yeah. like with the uh, with the DNC being virtual, like I'm sure that whole thing was taped. So he was 100%. able to like say exactly how he wanted. Like, yeah, I'm trying. Like, like I said, I've seen the magic of what adding does. Like shout yeah. out to Marcus. Like I see what Marcus I'm has been able sure to do with adding. Four minutes, they, <laughs> yeah. they, it was like heavily edited. Just like so, it was like okay, like there, just don't mess up. That's all. Like it's to the point now with Biden. That's all you want. Just don't mess up. The speech that was the slant, like uh, uh, Obama's speech was good. Barack's was good as well because Barack, you know, he went in and you know he basically was able to present like the, I've been in the shoes of Trump before. And like, I know what it takes. Like, you know, if anybody knows about getting criticized because you're the president of the United States, you're going to face the biggest, you're on the biggest stage All presidents in the world. Get on shit you're on, on the dude. biggest stage in the world. Y'all get shit on. And if you can't take that heat, you need to get out the kitchen. Real talk. If you can't take a little criticism, you need to get out the kitchen because if you're on a stage that big, you're gonna get criticized from like if I do like this, if I was president, I like wipe my nose. Oh, she's digging in her nose. It would be everything is criticized when you're president. Like when Barack saluted, made, did the salute with the cup of coffee in his hand. That was like yeah. a big deal over there. When he wore his tan suit. Uh-huh. Really? Like the, when he asked, like when he asked, when I he like asked for a cup of coffee, and they said that was disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> like everything, you're going to be criticized about. So Obama basically. I do like, like I do wild shit just to the troll. Like I salute with the wrong hand, like just to be like, <laughs> if anybody can talk wear, about wear an American flag pin upside down. <laughs> I just troll just like if they're gonna talk about me anyway, let's give them something to talk about. That's all I am saying. <laughs> well, I said, if anybody can talk about what this is about, it's me. And that's basically what he presented. But the speech that really was just like the um just like the cherry and the icing to me was um who I think really needs to be out there. I think that she needs to be, I mean, even though she's not running or anything, but she needs to be the face out there. I think Jill Biden needs to be out there more. Okay. Because Jill Biden, she's that likable factor for I everybody. I didn't watch Jill Biden's speech. I her speech was really good because with her being a former teacher, that's what her speech like was on because like she was in the old classroom where she used to teach at, and she basically talked about like how this school year is going to be like no other school, school year. Biden's worth it. And then like that's where she pulled. I from. didn't watch her speech. So I did see them at the school. Though. That's where she pulled from. She pulled from the educational standpoint, from the parent standpoint. She pulled from me when I met Joe. Um, he was um he was a widowed father of two boys and she pulled from that about how she came into their lives. And then we became mm-hmm. a blended family. She pulled from that and her speech was really good. And what I noticed is, is that people on their right side, they're not going to attack her like how they would Kamala and, um, and uh, Michelle, because Jill Biden looks like your lot of your supporters. She looks like a white suburban housewife. Mm-hmm. She does. So she looks like that. Type. So if you come after her and you come after her, in a negative, criticizing way, then some of these women who look like that, they might. Why it's are you just like when that? um when W like was president, that. people rarely criticized um Laura Bush because she right exactly just seemed so fucking nice. Oh. It is like yeah, right. like, Jill Biden, yeah. Biden carries that same um, people that hated horror. W like is like they rarely criticized her. Like she just mm-hmm. seemed like like a like she seemed so fucking nice. It's like how can we yeah, say yeah, like Jill Biden seems like, like Mara Simpson, like she's at home baking apple pies. Yeah, like Jill Biden seems like, like, like yeah. I want to bake you Toe House cookies and we can drink lemonade. Walking in a room with um with, with Nestle Square with uh, with um with um with um. Right. 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 Right
the simps <laughs> walking in the room with that shit. It's like, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, they're not going to criticize someone who looks like that, who carries that type of um, appeal to that. So I feel like if they're smart, the Democrats, I feel like they should utilize that, more, push that Jill Biden because she's a teacher. more to add. Just a, don't She's do any more. Don't do any more Joe Biden gospel ads. I don't no, know. No, no. Y'all know you saw that shit, and like, and I hear it all the time. We play it on my station. It's like, yeah, like the gospel choir singing, and like, yeah, Joe Biden. I, I hear like buckets of chicken in the scene. That's so ridiculous. They might as well have Popeyes chicken sandwiches in the and the Popeyes lady there. Here's the thing: vote Joe Biden and get a free Popeyes chicken sandwich. That's what I heard in the commercial. Her aunt, <laughs> the, Popeyes, the Popeyes lady and black lady. Eat my Popeyes, chicken, baby. That's what is. Like, that's not what the commercial said, but that's what I heard. And shit, it's like, come on, you had the little gospel choir singing. It was like, come on. black people are more than dancing, singing, Jordans, chicken, watermelon. What other negative stereotype? What other stereotype do we have about black? I heard people? the commercial. I didn't realize what it was. So I heard Joe Biden come on the back like, "Hi, I'm Joe Biden, and I'm running for president." I'm like, "Oh, there's a Joe Biden that like I just hear the, the the fucking gospel music and the choir singing." It's like, like here's the thing: like when you when you try too hard to appeal to black people, when you think that you're appealing to all black. People where like people like me can see through the bullshit. It's like, I'm like I know what you're doing. That's what I'm like, like, first of all, a lot of people are probably moved by that, but like me and you be like, I get what you're doing. Like you're not here's the thing about, about, here's what you're about us. <laughs> okay, I'm not Christian, so that's not gonna pull me in. <laughs> yeah, so the black church thing doesn't it doesn't move me. <laughs> I mean, I do like chicken, but I mean that's not enough for me to I still haven't eaten the Popeye's chicken sandwich and I'm I've had it. And I had a memory that just came up, so that's uh, it's been a year since that is crazy. <laughs> right, I've never had one of those. Um, I just got my first pair of Jordans this year, so I'm not a Jordan person like that. So it's like uh, you might get my joke vote together. No Biden can him with Jays on a mic vote with the uh, with the uh, the Elevens, the Space Jam Jordans. <laughs> but I mean. It's like certain things not going to draw me rock in. The, rock the flu game, Jays. Come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm not black because that stuff doesn't move me like that, I guess. So, whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, just stop going with stereotypes to, like, try to pull black people in. As we wrap up the DNC talk, um, apparently AOC is still voting for Bernie Sanders. But that's a whole other thing. <laughs> I like AOC. And I feel like but she I said, fuck you to Biden. It's like, that made me laugh. It's like, yeah, and I'm still supporting Senator Sanders. But the, per- but the purpose of her speech when she said that she was like, it's no division in our party. Because like, because Sanders has so much of a vote, they needed someone to second him. And she had to And um, Bernie Sanders did sell his supporters to support Biden. I saw that in his speech. Yeah. He said, uh-huh. if you're a supporter, because you no, know, in 2016, um, a lot of people stayed home. Like yeah. A lot of standard supporters didn't vote Hillary. They didn't vote at they, all. They, yeah. they were mad. It's like, okay. I like, knew several. Yeah. I like, knew several that was like, they no, They feel I'm like not Hillary voting. stole the election, so they said, we're not voting. Because like, a lot of Sanders supporters sat home. So, like, Sanders people, he did tell his people, hey, go out and vote. Like, don't um, mm-hmm. don't stay home this time. Right. And I guess Bob AOC wasn't still sticking by her guy or whatever. Yeah, but that made me laugh. <laughs> I do like what AOC, I, I think that she does have a long, if they, if 
if she can keep being in there, I think that she has a long election again. Like we'll see if she gets a second term because she's up, she she's up long, in November. She won her primary. She's up for in November. Yeah. I think she can have a long history here and she can be a person who, who is a voice for that change. She can be a person who can make real change. Where was the rest of the squad? That, that was confusing. Like, yeah, what was, was Rashida Talib and um, Ayanna Presley and um, Ileana Omar? Like, where were they at? Because like, yeah, you saw AOC got a minute. The rest of the squad didn't even get mentioned at all. Right. Strange. <laughs> they, they like the they like the stars of the Democratic Party, and they like got ignored. It's like strange stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what they're doing. But we could wrap that up. Like a uh, DNC RNC is this week. I want to say, or is it next week? It I know. Is. Is this week I want to say that? Yes, I'm ready for the memes. They said they said the uh, Michelle speech is going to sound amazing coming from coming from Melania this week. Or <laughs> to that Melania speech, that's going to be epic, man. But <laughs> this will be Michelle's, but just take out. <laughs> she said, she said, she's going to copy. But, um, where's I go? I don't fucking remember. <laughs> oh, M- oh, bull NBA. Let's talk about the NBA draft lottery. That's what I want to do. We gonna wrap up with a little um. Week one playoff talk and draft lottery. Let's kick it off with the draft lottery. Let's start there because that yeah. directly affects our Chicago Bulls. For those that don't know, like our non-sports fans, um, the, the draft lottery is basically the, the loser playoff. The loser bowl, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It was like teams that didn't make the playoffs, this is all you got to fight for now. It's like they threw all the loser teams into a bowl. But not literally, but yeah, it's like, and then they draw the numbers like it's like they do the lottery, and then they they pick the top four, and the other five through fourteen are in order by reverse uh, records, like right. best to worst, yeah, mm-hmm. worst to best. I mean, yeah, reverse record, yeah. Yeah, and then um, the Bulls had a seven point five percent chance of getting number one. They had a seven point five percent chance, so which not means, that. Um, which means their um, odds, I think, were to put them at seven. Ironically, because like seven. that's what they've gotten. They've been seven years, yeah, years. They got uh, about three, because like yeah, about. Oh yeah, three, three years. Yeah, they get three years in a row at seven. Three at seven. So Marking in Carter and White. So this would have been the fourth. So yeah, about four years at number mm-hmm. seven then. But um, New York got. We said uh, it said the number that was number eight when they came. Eight, yeah, when New York got eight, that means that Chicago. Charlotte, because Charlotte would have been eight. Chicago would have been seven. New York would have been six. Right. Like when New York came in, at eight, it's okay. I mean, Chicago and Charlotte moved up. Yeah. Frog, yeah. The fact that New York was at eight when they should have been six is like okay, yeah. So it was no surprise when they were like fourteen. When they were like count, we was like okay, no surprises, no surprises. And then when they said New York and Marcus and I looked at each other, we were like, Chicago jumping the top four. We was like, oh, oh shit, Chicago. They were ahead of the Bulls. So, yeah, the fact that they came up where right now, and the Bulls, that means the Bulls jumped. Yeah. Okay. Bulls might get that number one, but they ended up getting four. Four, four. is better than seven, I say. Exactly. And especially and then, in a weak-ass draft like this, you want to pick as high as possible. And it could be this an draft, accident. This draft ain't all that deep, so like you want to, um, you want to be in that top five. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. And it could be an asset, even this, uh, because like you could trade your pick for somebody. Yeah, Bulls can try to move up if they want. Like they got, uh, they got assets. Like, well, they package use, the pick they can with try somebody. Find, like the star player from another team, they package the pick with like some other players and try to get another player and give it to another. You know, I think um, here's the top four picks. By the way, yeah, Bulls are four, Hornets three. The Warriors two and the Timberwolves at one. Timberwolves yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, so um, Warriors, I could see them moving because they're they're still in win now mode. 
And they got right. a veteran team that has won championships. So um, they really want to add a rookie to that team. I could see them doing that move, like um, taking that number two pick, packaging it with um, Andrew Wiggins and trying to get a star. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Take the um, number two in Wiggins. Especially, let's see what happens this playoffs. Um, Giannis will be a free agent next summer. Do they go after Giannis? And Warriors, uh, they do have the backcourt when they're healthy. Like right now, it's all about Dame and um, CJ right now. Yeah, they got uh, the splash. Healthy, Warriors are the best backcourt. I don't even speak that into existence. They already got KD. But um, what if they did try? Let's say the All Bucks got bounced early in this playoffs. And Giannis mm-hmm. says, you know what? I'm going to look at free agency next summer. Summer 2021 is his free agency. Right. So the Bucks scared like they we don't want to lose him for nothing. Like Warriors said, we give you the number two and Andrew Wiggins. And a future number one for um for um Giannis Bucks might go for that shit and then like then you would have the Splash Brothers Giannis and Draymond all I always want to speak that into existence. <laughs> the Warriors become instantly back to the most hated team again. <laughs> you kind of upgraded from KD to Giannis, like yeah, like shit like that could could happen, like because they have that number two pick, they got options where they can make uh-huh. stuff like that happen. And they still got Wiggins. They might could use him to like throw into the deal as well too. Right. Mm-hmm. What do the uh, Timberwolves do? Timberwolves. Like who's, like who's what? So like, isn't uh, what you call it? Um, Ball isn't he like the number one? Or he might go. Edwards, Ball, and Wiseman are like the top three. They yeah. saying this is a three-person draft. Unfortunately. Which um, let's pull up the old Tankathon. You know me. I know I'm boring all y'all. <laughs> We're gonna give it a look. I saw some Chicago people saying that hopefully, like Wiseman can fall to four, and the Bulls can pull Wiseman. I saw some people saying that. Somebody hopefully. in that top three might not get drafted. There is what they're saying. Right. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. What we saw with Jordan. So. <laughs> That's Jordan. why I wanted the Bulls to get three. Like I was mad because like Jordan came in at the greatest number three player of all time is the greatest player of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, Anthony Edwards, they got that one, which would be a good fit for Minnesota because um, cause they got Cat and D'Lo, and Edwards is a two guard, so like he fit right in with them. That's a um, nice three. Yeah. Yeah. Wiseman, um, they got it too. And Golden State could use a center. They don't have a center, so like if they do keep the pick, Wiseman, they got it on a two on um on this list. So. He would it would it would fit if they do decide to keep it. I think they're gonna trade it because they win now. Right. And then they got Lamelo Ball at three, which I don't know how he fits in with Charlotte because um they got two point guards. They got Terry Rozier and they got um De- Devontae Graham, I think. So yeah, they got like two point guards. They need another point guard. Right. And then um the Bulls um it says Killian Hayes. Like I looked this dude up a little bit. He's an he's an international player. He's another safe pick. I don't know how I feel about that. It's like, I think the Bulls really need. There's another. Um, I'm tired of the safe picks. It's like it's another one of those safe picks. Killian Hayes. Uh, he's a good solid point. When they say solid, that usually means solid boring. guy. Solid. Boring. Solid is another name for boring. That's all. Boring. That's what I've been seeing about. Yeah, he's a good solid player. The only player that they ever used to uh, to describe a solid that was actually dope as hell was Tim Duncan. That's the only yeah, player Tim that I've ever seen. Actually, yeah, he's actually <laughs> top, the top, ten, top ten greatest player of all time. Duncan. That's the only one I've ever seen solid be used and he was dope. Everybody mm-hmm. else was just kind of meh. <laughs> well, let's say if Charlotte does take somebody else, like that now creates do the Bulls go after LaMelo Ball. That would – um. 
because LaMelo Ball, there's been a lot of hype around this kid. I actually kind of hope that happens. It's like, but no, um, Chicago. And then again, they got rid of Gar Pax's sorry asses. So maybe um, <laughs> the new front office does take some chances like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rather than Gar Pax's. So Gar Pax do go with the safe pick. Like, uh, if LaMelo Ball falls to four, I take him and just say, yeah. So then you got options. Then you got to get rid of Sadoransky's garbage ass, like, because he can. He definitely was like trash. Yeah. Then you had him and Kobe White. Kobe White, Kobe White, and um and um and Lamelo Ball battle it out. Like who's gonna be the point guard yeah. of the future? Have the two of them battle it out. Like I like it. Yeah. And then Kobe White might make you a good six man. He might be a good six man. Yeah. Man. Like that. Like if Ball yeah. is um the truth. A lot of people like a lot of people I know on my timeline don't want that because like his daddy like I was like but I think. Levar Ball, Levar Ball in Chicago will be highly entertaining. That's just me. <laughs> man. <laughs> I want to see him sit down with um Stacey King. Let's go, man. <laughs> Have him up here with him. <laughs> I just want to see him get some Harold's chicken. That's why I want to see him eat some Harold's chicken with mild sauce. <laughs> and some DJ Giordano's. That's what I want to see him do. <laughs> Grab a bag of Garrett's. Let's go, man. <laughs> The Chicago mix, yeah, you know, the caramel and cheese. Caramel and cheese, yes. Chicago style. <laughs> Hilarious. But Killian Hayes is who they have on this list. But like I said, this is not locked in. Like one because like Charlotte might not want another point guard. Like they um they pretty solid there at point. Go to mm-hmm. state might trade to like like somebody could go there. Like let's say um they take LaMelo ball because another team will trades for him like that. Mm-hmm. And they trade LaMelo Ball for whoever, whatever star they're going after. And then Charlotte still takes somebody else. I think Edwards probably goes one, even though nothing is some. But just the fit looks good for Edwards with one. Mm-hmm. They got D'Lo. They don't need a point guard in Minnesota. They got Cat. They don't need a big. So I think right. a two-guard, yeah, and Edwards is the best fit for them, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. That actually will work for what they need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um. Playoffs is playoffs is getting pretty uh getting pretty good out there. Mm, yeah, let's do a little playoff chat before we wrap. Yeah, yeah. chat before we wrap. Right, yeah, Ryan. Do that rhyme. See, I told you. I told you. Got a hot two. Got a hot two. So um, it looks like our uh, like people were jumping on the thing like after Portland's first win against the Lakers, people were jumping on that. But Marcus Charles I- Barkley's dumbass even was calling a sweep. I'm yeah. like, come on, it's one game, bro. <laughs> Marcus and I predicted this because uh, we said that from the beginning. We said Lakers in five. We said because uh, CJ and and Dame are going to give you that hot thing game one usually, but then once they figure it out, okay, we're going to figure out how to contain y'all. Because they're small at the end of the day. Like um, I like CJ and Dame are like a great backcourt, but they're little. Yeah. Like, yeah and there's was- no answer for um, – for uh, AD, they have no answer for AD. So AD can just do whatever he wants to. Yeah. They have no answer. And then if LeBron gets aggressive, then it's over. LeBron <laughs> so was looking – game three, was it? Yeah, LeBron yeah, was – game uh, three was – He put up some numbers in that game. It, it, you, saw, it, it, you saw Carmelo turn back the hands of time in that. Shout out Carmelo. He looked yeah. um, He looked like Nick's mellow in that game. <laughs> Like Carmelo looked. But they did go. They did go back and forth a little bit. But then once they pulled ahead, then it was over. Mm. And we was like, and that would do it when LeBron hit that three. We was like, and that's the end of the game right there. (laughs) Even though it was like fifty seconds left, we was like, that's the end of the game when he hit that three. 
Same thing with um in the East with Milwaukee. They lost their game one two to Orlando. Right. It was like, come on, nobody nobody actually believes Orlando <laughs> wants to eliminate the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, just say you, you don't watch basketball. You think that's gonna happen? Another one. Do they have an answer for Giannis? They don't have an answer for him. Come on. <laughs> you don't have an answer for Giannis. You don't. Who's so... your favorite Orlando Magic player right now? Exactly. <laughs> 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 exactly. <laughs> Wait a minute, is DJ Hawkinstein there? <laughs> is he there? Oh, not, is he? I don't remember. I think so. <laughs> I don't even remember. If he is there, that's the only player I know because only because he played with the Bulls. Terrence so Ross, I'm just, um, Aaron Gordon. I'm just throwing names out there. I forget about Aaron Gordon. I forget about him. What's his name? Um, he had a controversial end of his season. Um, Jonathan Isaac was with them. He um. After his situation, he got After injured. He, in, yeah. he had um a controversial end, but um yeah, I was like you can't even name them, and he said they're not beating Giannis. Come on, the reigning oh, MVP. That um that um uh, uh, Jazz, Jazz Nuggets. We you predicted that you predicted that. I think now seven. Utah. I think Utah is going to upset Denver. I think Denver is a first round exit. I'm calling it now. I said Denver. I think I have to listen back. I think I did say I Denver. I think I said Denver, too. But um, Utah have been looking. <laughs> They've been looking like uh, they, they, they want it more to me. They look like they want it more. Because I was, like, going with the Joker. I'm like, the Joker. I'm trying Joker, to go with him. Yeah, Gobert yeah. and Mitchell, they've been, yeah. And they deep as hell, too, that Jazz team. Mm-hmm. They got depth. they like Joe Ingles, like random players like that you forget about. Like yeah, is not even playing. It's like that's like um they, they I think they second scorer behind. He's not, and they imagine if he was playing like um Utah would probably be even more dominant in this series. Uh-huh. Like, that would have uh, Donovich. Uh, that one with Houston and um OKC. Like obviously I, that was a must win for OKC because if Houston would have won that, then it would have been three and zero, and they would have got swept. Yeah. <laughs> so that that was a must win. So like. Houston's still going to win that because, like, the only reason why is because Harden fouled out for overtime. Yeah. He fouled out, and where's your office? Another, another guy that's been playing that off, James Harden. So. Yeah, Russ is still out, so it's like, where's your office going to come? If Harden fouled out, you don't have no Westbrook. Where's your office going to come? Mm-hmm. And overtime, so that's why OKC won that overtime game. Mm-hmm. But it, it's looking like some of them are looking good. Some of the matchups are I kind think, of. Um, I'm calling it now. Philadelphia is getting swept. Yeah, I, I have big dreams for Philadelphia. I thought they was going to do it. I, that's, they- my, that's my sleeper squad. I've been on I've been on the Philadelphia bandwagon for a couple of years, but I think it's all over for them. Yeah, it's over with for them. The mistake they made, I think, was still Al Horford. I don't think they should have signed him, but it, it is what it is now. It's like now he's really looking. He's showing his age now. Like you all, that's what you get yeah. when you give these old guys like these big contracts like that. Exactly. Now he's untradeable. Now you're gonna have a guy that's like forty that's making like like thirty million a year. It's like yeah, like, come on, <laughs> eating up a big part of your fucking salary cap. Like, that. So, yeah. can we just say that if um if uh, Milwaukee and if um let's say um. If the Clippers make it to the finals, let's say if that's your final matchup, mm. let's say that um, it would be nice to see um, one of these former Bulls get a ring, Kyle Korver or Joe Kim Noah. Okay. It would be nice to see yeah. one of them get it because Kyle Korver has been playing very well with Milwaukee because he still can knock down that three. He's been I was rooting for Kyle Korver to get one when he went to Cleveland. When he went to Cleveland, um, but yeah, it didn't but work that out. Was the, no, that was that year when the, that, the trash-ass Cavs team. Yeah, remember? it didn't work out for him. Um, yeah. When they had all of that, them headaches on that team, you remember that? Yeah, <laughs> that was, he happened worked. to be there during that time. Yeah, 
yeah. during the JR. Yeah, yeah. I thought we was up. He was part of that team. So yeah, yeah. unfortunately, <laughs> didn't he work came, out for him. Yeah, he came a year. He came one year too late, unfortunately mm-hmm. for him. But I was hoping that like somebody like him, a veteran player like him, would get a ring. So if Milwaukee gets a ring, I'd be happy to see him get a ring. If the Clippers win, then I'd be happy to see Noah get a ring. I'm sticking with my ridge. I'm going with another former ball. I think Miami is going to the finals. Jimmy Butler. I'm yeah. Milwaukee. Miami is, yeah. They Woo. They low-key. Um, <laughs> well, maybe not. Last week I said Miami versus L.A. I still haven't made my decision. I cheated with which L.A. team. But <laughs> I said Miami versus L.A. as the NBA Finals, and I'm still not giving like which L.A. yet. <laughs> One day, Miami Heat versus Los Angeles. <laughs> That's what I'm predicting. For I'm going to go with I hope Milwaukee and the Clippers. That's okay. what I'm saying. For my two so bulls, for so my former bulls. In. And then the Lopez uh, brothers are there in Milwaukee. Yeah, also. another former Bull, um, Robin, former Bull. And it'd be cool to see, like, two brothers go, you know, get together. That'd be another cool, you know, thing to see. So, and Milwaukee is Chicago North, so go, go Bucks. <laughs> Mike Love. Go Bucks. Chicago famous podcast with Mike Love and Diz. <laughs> the trash. I'll say go Bucks. Yay. <laughs> I'm sticking with Miami and Jimmy Buckets. <laughs> that would be nice, Because they've would. just been looking amazing, yeah. yeah. You know, don't sleep on Toronto. Shout out to Rockford's Fred Van Vliet. They've been looking <laughs> good, too. Yeah. Kyle, said, I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> you forgot about me. What yeah. about me? Pascal Siakam, Serge Ibaka. They got That's a nice awesome. squad, yeah. yeah. They got That's a nice awesome. squad. Norm, um... Was Powell at the yeah, like they got a nice squad. Mm-hmm. And of course, Fred Van Vliet repping Rockford. God damn it. <laughs> well, let's wrap this up on Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up for my Rockford folks. Power 106. Let's do it. <laughs> That's gonna do it for not another damn podcast. 169. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you supporting us. If you want to support us further, you can do that. By liking our Facebook fan page, Not Another Damn Podcast. Also, you subscribe, share, rate, review on all your platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What's good, Tasha? Do your thing, do your thing. And you can check us out on your Amazon Alexa devices. Yeah. And follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. And if you want some 90s and 2K classics, hit up OzRadio.net and listen to my station, The Bomb. And you can check me out, MSIMAH626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Also, STR8GULLEY1 on Twitter, STR8GULLEY7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your blogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. We had a little overtime with that playoff talk, but it's all good. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone. <laughs>